What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Girl Stop Playing Podcast. It's your favorite homegirl, Coriel, here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. Y'all already know that I believe you can make the money and you can get the honey. You can have it all as long as you are willing to work. And so it is my pleasure to bring y'all the information and the conversations to help you do just that. This week's episode is brought to you by Work University, which happens to be the first Black woman-owned online trade school on a mission to connect Black women all around the world with the resources that they need so they can turn their existing skills into new streams of income. For information on how you can access our content and our community, log on to workuniversity.com or check out the show notes below. Today, we have a very special guest in the studio. I feel like she's like a part of my family because I be watching her every day, y'all. Any of my mamas out there, y'all are no stranger um, to this woman. But for those of you who might be, Monica J. Sutton is an early childhood educator and children's content creator who's created an online community of over 600,000 parents families, and teachers in early childhood education. She teaches young children both in her virtual classroom and worldwide through her free online circle time and craft videos. And we're going to make sure that we um, tag the channel below because my baby loves um, circle time with Miss Monica. She has toddler circle time now that I was super excited about. So I've been fangirling a little bit because I'm so excited about this conversation. So welcome to the show, Miss Monica. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I have to tell you, I'm a fan as well. I've been following you for a few years now. And um, just because you, you're always inspiring. You're always inspiring. You're inspiring. So <laughs> when you tag me, when you tag me with the little one watching the first time, I was just like, Corey, I'll tag me. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, was, I, was I had no idea. So, yeah, so thank, thank you. you. Okay, so, I'm, I'm thank super you. excited. 
it. So I don't know if you know this, but I definitely started out in the classroom. And so to see what you, I was second and third grade. So not quite as, as you know, little and cute as, as your babies, <laughs> but to see what you have been able to do and the way that you've literally been able to take your creativity and create something amazing as a resource online, super inspirational. Um, because I know like my old coworkers would like, email me like girl how did you get out of here like what did you do but for mm -hmm. you to be able to literally create an online classroom i just think it's genius um and so i want to start by just asking like what made you take your talents online well it started back in 2009 when i first came online and really i just wanted to have a resource for parents of my students my then students um, because the parents would always ask me, well, oh, what toy did you have? What game is that? They would always ask me what I was bringing into the classroom. So I said, oh, I should just make an online, you know, some type of resource. And that's when blogs started becoming really popular and like Blogspot and, you know, all of those. And so I started just um, a resource. And that's really what it started as. Um, that was my kind of my initiation. And then I did start YouTube in like 2010. Or, or maybe 2009 too. Um, and I was just doing it with my nieces and nephew. We were making pizza. Wait, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I just loved doing video. And mm -hmm. so we were just making all kinds of things. And um, and then it turned into like children's product reviews. And over the years, of course, I, I have evolved, definitely. Yeah, so, so when did you decide, or what was that moment, if you can remember, when it was like, okay, I'm going from just kind of having fun, you know, with my family mm -hmm. to I'm creating a show because you like have a legit show now so what was that like that transition that really was because of the pandemic i have to be honest i was still i was in the classroom and i had actually just in march of that that year 2020 i had just gone back into like fit, like into the classroom as far as being stationed there because i was a teacher in new york city and i was a special special education teacher so i would move about from school to school visit my students so i was never really stationed and I said, oh, I'm so tired, I'm getting older. <laughs> so I wanna go back into one classroom. So I literally was there for two weeks and then everything just happened. And the mayor was just like, schools are closing. Um, so honestly, I wanted something where my students could stay connected to me. That was the word, seriously connected. I was just so concerned because they only knew me for two weeks and I was so concerned about them just not having a connection with me. So I said, I think YouTube, I'll just take my channel at that time, literally, I had probably 300, I think, 89 subscribers. And I was like, I'm just going to take this channel because I'm not doing anything with it. I, I stopped doing anything with it. And I said, I'm just going to create our classroom here and do cycle time. Because what do we do every day? Cycle time. We do it every day. So I'll do that. And I, I honestly ran into the classroom. I begged my, my director if I could go back into the school because they just weren't letting anyone in. I said, I just need five minutes. I ran in, pulled everything off my walls, and I ran out. Um, and then I just created it at home and I created circle time. But then when I saw online, how many families were just, just not sure what to do and how much confusion there was, then I opened it up to the public. Um, and I told a few friends, I told a few friends. I never forget, I remember Trina, um, Trina was so, so she was really, really, really helpful. And super, a lot of super my, mom? yeah, super mom, yes, yes, yes. Super mom, she was so, so helpful. And a couple of my other friends who are influencers, just sharing, sharing, sharing. Um, but I never, ever thought it would be where it is today. I really, honestly, that it wasn't even the goal. It was really just to stay connected and then help families. Honestly. That is like the common um, theme to like true success is, is mm. as, as far as what I see in the conversations that I have is mm -hmm. like, 
you're not even doing this to make money. You're really doing it because you're passionate about it. You see a need for it. And it's something that comes natural for you. So for you to have been able to go from 389 subscribers in 2020 to over 600,000 in 2022, that to me is a testament of like where your heart is. And then, you know, the people follow. Like when you're when you're passionate about it and when you really truly are trying to make an impact, that's when the income comes. It's usually when we go out here and we're trying to do the things to make money that we end up running into those walls because our heart really isn't in it. So I just think it's amazing um, that you were like willing to not even, you know, people start these YouTube channels like me, trying to get the views, trying to monetize, trying to do the things, putting your content out there. But you were like, I'm not even doing this publicly. Like this is private for my kids because you really cared about the kids. And I think that that shows and that's what like keeps people coming and then coming back and then telling other people. Because before, you know, before we came online, um, I was telling you, I said two, but I actually had three friends that told me about you separately, like separately, not even like all of us were together. They at separate times told me when I had my son, like, well, you got to watch Circle Time with Miss Monica. Um, And I just know, you know, coming out of the classroom myself that, like you said, parents were struggling during the pandemic. You know, I hadn't mm-hmm. had my son yet, but I can't imagine being suddenly a homeschool mom. You know, like yeah. suddenly these kids are home full time. I know that they were looking for resources. And so I think that, you know, it was perfect timing, you know, yeah. perfect timing for people to be able to find you, for you to be able to keep those kids busy, for you to be able to <laughs> you know, keep the learning going. Um, yeah. I that, you know, it was all in sync and in alignment. And obviously your results, you know, are, are a product of it being of it being the perfect time. So I, w- I had a question here about like you dealing with the doubts of other people, because typically it's like when you're leaving this thing that is certain and guaranteed, people have a whole bunch of doubts about like, are you sure you want to do that? Like, is this the right thing? It's risky. Yeah. But I'm not sure, and I'm still going to ask, but I'm I'm thinking that you probably didn't have to deal with that because you didn't have a choice. It's not like you left the classroom. <laughs> the classroom closed down. But did anybody have any, were there any naysayers when you decided to like take it serious? Yes. I, I, wanna, I don't want to say naysayers. I think it's more they like family and close friends or concerned, right? <laughs> like it wasn't, they weren't saying don't do it. It was just like, well, how do you make money again? You know, that was always the running question. Wait, how do you make money? Like, how are you going to pay your bills? Um, Because even though the classroom and the school shut down, they were still running virtually. Um, I was still teaching full time. So the whole time I was doing the circle time with Miss Monica, because then it turned into a show. And then I was still teaching full time. Uh, So my my school had me doing other things online for my students. But it came, there came a point, and I want to say about July or August of 2020, when I had to make a decision because it was, it just kept taking off on its own. And I really, I couldn't do both. I just couldn't work full time and continue. It was, I was burnt out by June. I was done. So I had to make a decision. Am I going back? Am I going to stay in the classroom, go back in September? Or am I just like going to try to do this full time? So I, I had to test it first. I definitely asked my family, my friends. My husband was just like, look, okay, it seems like you're pretty much making your salary. And so you're making, you're making more than what you, you were making, you know, as a classroom teacher. So I think we're good. So he was definitely very supportive, but still nervous. We're always nervous, like, oh, I don't know. But and is um, it sustainable? I think that's always ooh, a thought. Like, it's working right now, right. but sustain this. Exactly. Um, and that was the thing. So I said, Well, I love YouTube and 
I, I joined, well, I want to say this took off with YouTube when YouTube changed their policies for um, children, like children content creators. So, you know, they have all the HIPAA laws and the different things. And so it changes your ad revenue. It definitely changes your ad revenue. So what children's content creators get versus what the typical uh, general YouTube content creator gets, we can have the same views, but you're going to see the ad revenue is very, very different, right? So we're going to get a lower amount uh, just because of the HIPAA laws. So there's so many ads they can't show, so many things they can't do. So that I had to take into consideration. Um, so I couldn't, I knew I couldn't just rely on YouTube. It's good, but you can't, I couldn't just rely on that. There had to be something else. So of course, brand deals, things like that, but even that's not always sustainable. So I, I tried, um, I did a course. I said, I'll do a summer program, a virtual summer program. Let's see how it goes. Are people even interested? I don't know. So I tried it. Um, it worked. People were interested. And then I kind of it evolved into a real virtual preschool program. And now kindergarten too this year. So I'm really excited about that. <laughs> I love it. Thank so, you. Let me just tell you, when I saw um, your Disney partnership, I said, oh. Oh, yeah. Monica is getting to the money, okay? You got these Disney partnerships, like brand deals. You know, like you said, they're not always like consistent, but- they're good with it. They're usually a, a pretty, yeah. um, pretty coin. So yeah. I love that for you. Like me and my husband were so excited. We pop up, um, and we we're like, I don't know if it matters that we're watching multiple times, but we didn't watch every episode. It'd be Tuesday, <laughs> we watch it Thursday. We're watching every episode. <laughs> it, it always matters. It always. It always but we listen. It you really got does. plenty of views from this household because um, literally every day, like my son is before he started school. You were, you know, the first thing every morning. That was our routine. Like it's circle time before you can watch Omo Berry or whatever else we're gonna turn mm. on. It's circle time. Nice. Um, and I know I can just imagine like the amount of other families that were doing that. So for you to again go from less than five hundred to over five hundred thousand, mm. when would you say like you really started getting traction? Because it can be frustrating for people just getting started, and they mm. are like those subscribers are trickling in and it sometimes can be a slow climb to where, you know, you're at a hundred and then maybe you're at 150 and then six months later you might be at 500, but it's not just taking off. So what was like mm -hmm. your, your timeline for actually, you know, starting for it to pick up? Um, I, so I definitely say in, in the summer months, that's when I started seeing like some traction. Like it was over time. It was like, Oh, got a thousand. I got a thousand views. Wow. got 10,000. So each week, I would say it was picking up by a couple thousand. So I was getting more and more views. People were starting to share, but definitely into that next, into the fall, I guess, of 2020 and, and going into the winter is where I started to see the numbers on YouTube really just starting to jump. I think, you know, it took time, you know, a few months for people to start realizing, oh, there's a free resource out there. Oh, wow, this is consistent. This is every day of the week. Um, and so it, it did take time. Uh, of course, I feel the time definitely was, it, it was, it moved a little quicker than it probably normally would have if it wasn't the pandemic. But I also think one thing that was really helpful is that no one, it was different than what others were doing. So, you know, there, there's a core group of early childhood educators or early childhood content creators that create educational content. They're definitely a core group that's well known on YouTube. And I was kind of entering into that sector there. Um, but I was, I definitely entered it in a different way and I was doing something they weren't doing. So for me, I was bringing the classroom and that, that was my thought process. I'm really bringing the classroom online. That's what I wanted to do. And I didn't necessarily see that otherwise before I had started doing that. Now, maybe there might've been some, I just didn't see the, that core group, the popular 
you know, content creators. I didn't see them doing it in that way. So I definitely think that helps being unique, um, adding something to the fold that's not already, already there. I know it's always said, but it really truly does make a difference because if I was trying to be, um, Someone else, like a Miss Rachel, or I was trying to. I was about that. We ain't even gonna shout them out, but I guess. You know, I know, but you know, I, well, I was, I wasn't it. Then I said, well, you know, if, if I, I didn't want to try to be like what they were doing, um, but again, I just said, I'm just gonna teach. That's what I do, so that's what I'm gonna do, and so I stuck to that, honestly. And that, to me, yeah. again, maybe because I came out of the school, so I was familiar with the circle time. But you literally mm. are doing literally was done in the classroom online. So like you said, there's other content creators in this space and you know, no shade. They're definitely doing right. some good stuff, but yours is literally like the classroom online. And I think for a lot of parents, yeah. that's what they were looking for because we don't have the bulletin boards and the, the colorful rugs and the, you know, like we don't have right. that in our house. And because the kids couldn't go to school, it seemed like that was like the perfect replacement for what the kids weren't getting, you know, online or virtually. Um, and so again, I think that timing, you know, timing is everything. Um, and it really just was in alignment for you. And I mean, you didn't mention it, but being a black woman doing this, I yeah. have not, like, I didn't seen a lot. And I ain't seen a lot of black women who are yeah. specifically creating content for, um, for, for, for the kids in this way. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of children who may not have been blessed to be in a school that has black educators, right. or even if they were, you know, that's something that I think a lot of parents were looking for and finding value in is, you know, the kids being able to see someone. One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at oseamalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeatsBeets.com -E -E and save 15% with promo code DEAL. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply who looks like them teaching them something that was something that I don't see that I have not seen a lot of. So I definitely think that you are, you know, filling into that space um, as well. I, I agree with you. Absolutely. So inside of um, preschool explorers, and I know that you said that you are doing um, kindergarten as well. 
what are like what is the program like is it literally like i can enroll my child into this program instead of taking them to preschool like what is the actual setup of of your program sure so preschool sport is the thought of it is it's in it's an addition to whatever you're doing already at home with your children so i started to because of circle time with miss monica i started to look at homeschooling a lot different toddlers, even preschool age children, oftentimes there are a lot of parents who keep their children home until they're three or four um, and they're teaching them at home. And mm -hmm. some parents choose like a real strict regimen with homeschooling and some it's just more a little, a little more lax. And then you have, I find that what I found with just doing research and over the last couple of years is that parents, some parents are just testing it out. Like, do I like this? How long do I want to keep them home? Do I even want to do this homeschool thing? So I feel like that's the market I'm entering where they're home already, or you're keeping them home a little bit longer because you like teaching, you want to be involved in their early education. And so we are there to provide preschool and now kindergarten programs that can just be in addition to whatever you're already doing and make it a lot easier. So the parent doesn't have to look up the curriculum plan the lessons, put it all together. We do all of that. We plan the curriculum, we create the lessons, we give, um, we have bundles and activity sheets, everything comes with whatever program you choose, it all comes with the program. And so you literally just have to prep, make sure you have everything you need for that class, prep, turn it on, show up, and then just review. And I, we always encourage to review after. Um, and then you do whatever else your child does. So if, so for some of our kindergartners this year, yes, this is the main program they're doing. And then the parents are doing extra things like, okay, they're going to do dance class. They're going to do soccer. They're going to go to swim lessons. Um, they're going to have reading, whatever, you know, classes or, you know, they add some extra things onto their day and their week. But for one hour for our live classes, um, for one hour a day, Monday through Friday, they have their core lessons. So that core academic lessons, and they still get to socialize in a different way. It's virtual, but they know all their friends. They're talking to their friends. They're doing peer reading back and forth. We are using Zoom to the fullest and they're going in breakout rooms. Uh, this is more of the, ki the kindergarten, they're a little older. But our kids are reading at four. Um, and so we are, we, we're able to really be dedicated to them and um, just give a lot more. It's something I've always wanted to do, but never thought I would be doing it in a virtual way, so. I love, I love this um, because one of the things I yeah. often talk about is like, multiple streams of income is not a luxury, it's a necessity. And for educators, Ooh. a lot of times we pour our hearts into these classrooms for that one check. I don't know how y'all doing it in New York, but in Georgia, that check is not, it, it's not much, it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. A lot of times you can't do the things that you wanna do or live this right. life to envision living off of this one stream of income. And so I did wanna, you've mentioned a couple of ways that you've been able to monetize, obviously outside of just mm -hmm. the YouTube platform and the ads. So with paid advertising, I was on your website. It's scrolling mm -hmm. down at the bottom. Y'all can check it out, monicajsutton.com. I know you have Preschool Explorers, the program. You have courses, um, worksheets. Mm -hmm. but what are some of the other ways that you as a content creator has been able to create as streams of income that someone out there who wants to get into the space may not have considered? Um, well, you mentioned, well, definitely you mentioned some of them. I always tell teachers specifically, um, I just really am getting more into talking to teachers, serving teachers, giving them resources. But I always say, think of what, one, what are you good at? What, when, when people walk into your room, they're just like, Miss So-and-so or Mr. So-and-so is known for this. They are the best mm -hmm. math teacher on the planet, blah, blah, blah. But um, how can you turn that into an ebook, resources, uh, study cards, 
even a, a on-demand course that you don't need to teach it live. Maybe you just have um, uh, just a course that a few videos and you're teaching parents how to teach their kids how to study. You know, what are those things you're known for? Start thinking of those things when um, you think digitally. And it doesn't have to be like a program like mine per se, but there's so many digital options now. Um, so those are things to think about. As a content creator on like YouTube, I've been able to do product reviews, uh, of course, product reviews, giveaways, um, and leverage those things on all of my social media platforms like Instagram, now TikTok, I'm trying to grow my TikTok, um, and of course, YouTube. And then I do just brand campaigns and trying to be an ambassador is always like the goal for me. So you can have some type of long-term partnership mm-hmm. um, with, with different brands. So in that, in that sense, there are you know, different avenues to, to create and, and make money. Um, but I agree with you, having several different streams of income is, it's a necessity at this point. It really is. It really is. It really is. The yeah. great thing about, um, being an educator though, is you don't have that much income to replace. Uh, you yeah. know, it's not that, it, it, it doesn't take that long. If you really break <laughs> down your numbers, it doesn't take that long That's to true. figure out a plan, um, to be able to replace it. So I love, um, what you've been able to do now, correct me if I'm wrong, but does your husband partner with you on the channel? Yes. So my husband, he went, he left the job and I want to say it was probably like a year after things started taking off and, um, and he's been working with me full time. He works more on the media side. So I have two businesses. I have the preschool and then I have the media business. So he um, really is the creative director for the media business. And then he does all the video, all the editing, um, I mean, he does have a team. So when we do larger shoots, we bring other shooters in. But yeah, so he's definitely full time partner. And yeah, <laughs> we're learning as and we go. Monica then retire her husband, y'all. Okay, <laughs> on this good youth. Listen, where there's a will, there's a way. If you're passionate about it, you can figure out how to get paid from it. And it can be a long term thing. It doesn't have to just be something you attain, but you can actually sustain it. So I love it. I got to ask you, though, was he already like doing video or did he like acquire this skill as you, you know, started to grow? He was already doing video, but over the years, um, he acquired the skill, taught himself. Uh, back in 2009, I said I, I started on video that I would say about 2011, he started picking up the camera and take, kind of taking over and doing more, way more than I was with the video um, and just fell in love with that. Uh, something he always loved as a kid, he said. Uh, and so it just evolved over the years. And so it was just perfect timing. He was doing it, doing side jobs, and he was um, working in production. And uh, it was just, these, these, everything just aligned, right? It just aligned at the right time. Yeah. Talk about a dynamic duo and a perfect partnership. Um, I love that. I love that. And that's goals for so many people, right? We talk about building Mm -hmm. these empires. We talk about early retirement, being able to really figure out how we can get paid from what we're passionate about. So the fact that both of you were literally able to marry your passions, like your passion for the classroom and for children, his uh, passion Mm -hmm. for video and production, and it literally, you know, just makes sense. What though would you say is like your best advice for couples working together? Because y'all work closely together, obviously. If you're in front of the camera and he's behind it, what's what's your advice? Space, space, space. No, uh, it was, it definitely was tricky for us because we started, all of this was, we were still home. Everyone was kind of like, you had to stay home. There was really not much, you know, many places to go. Um, So we were doing, everything started in our living room and our living room turned into a studio. 
um, which just recently we started to shift back into a normal life. But that was very important that we both had our separate lives uh, because we we started to clash. You know, we, we there's challenges. There's always challenges in in with entrepreneurship, jobs, or anything. But being married to each other and living with each other and working in the same place, like everything was in the same place, that was really difficult. But I think communication is key just in relationships in general, but communication is definitely key. Understanding what is your role in the company, what is your role, um, and being able to take critiques, you know, and take a step back sometimes. For me, that can be sometimes hard. Um, and he's the creative director, so sometimes being able to like step back and understand where he's coming from, especially with lighting and different things. Because uh, I'll get on set and just be like, come on, let's go. I want to get this over. Let's do it. Yeah, right. You got to get the lighting. We need to make sure the audio and it can take a long time. So really respecting his craft, um, him respecting my craft and communication. Those things are in, in the last thing I say, really, really having separate lives. Those three things are key. Definitely key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that. All of that. Mm -hmm. I can imagine. Um, again, like you said, during the pandemic, you ain't had no choice. Like everything was right. shut down. We are up in here together. And we right. gotta make this work. Um, but it's you know, it's obviously working. And I know, like you said, there's there's pros and cons to everything. Right. Um, but you know, it's it's paying off and I love to see it. So a lot of my audience, Miss Monica, is single women, mm -hmm. right? And some of them they single as hell and they are looking for <laughs> all the advice. Listen, they want the advice from these <laughs> happily married wives. So I cannot let you go without asking you your mm -hmm. advice for single women who aspire to become wives? I t something I learned during my relationship and probably if I got into my relationship a little older, I probably would have really worked on this, but finding your happiness first, understanding what makes you happy, that that is really important. And, and they may have heard it before, but it's really important because going into a relationship and make expecting that person to make you happy or expecting that relationship to be the the be all end all is it's just not it's not the move uh you need to know what already makes you happy and that so you bring that joy to the relationship right so you both understand yourselves and then you can come together and that will help with communication that will help with understanding and respecting each other i think i think just really being secure understanding your happiness and um I think those, that's really important. That's key for me. And you, you even just mentioned um, with, with the last question, like having separate lives. Mm. That, that I think is super crucial too, because a lot of yeah. women, myself included, we get into relationships and then we're just all about the relationship. Like everything yeah. else is out the window. We are just here for the relationship, yep. but we forget like who we were before. We forget that we had yep. a life before. We forget to still invest in ourselves and take time for mm -hmm. ourselves and care for ourselves. And that's a lot to put on somebody else. So being able to find your happy and being whole before you get into a relationship, mm -hmm. I think will, you know, save you a lot of heartache and save that man a lot of stress. Cause that's a lot. <laughs> it is. Somebody else's hands. It is. It absolutely is. I agree with you. Miss Monica, I love you. I am Thank so you're able to have this conversation. I do want to just mention though, while I was stalking your website, you don't yes. just have resources for 
um, parents and children, but you also have a course for educators. So talk a little bit about that course um, for how you yes. are helping other educators, because it's a lot of amazing, gifted, talented educators that yes. are like handcuffed to these classrooms. And there's a whole war a world out there outside of the classroom. But a lot of times we have limiting beliefs around what we can do outside of you know our degree and and you're not you're still very much so working in your in your expertise so talk yes. a little bit about that course um and obviously y'all can find it on monicajsutton.com yes it's called monetize your teaching and right now it's not it's not active right now i'm doing a couple of like one-on-ones and mentorship i i started i wanted to bring it out in the summer but it just wasn't the right timing so i pulled it back a little and i was like all right we're gonna wait and i'm gonna relaunch in a few months um, but I am, I'm adamant. I mean, just talking to teachers, giving resources, being there for teachers, being a sounding board for them. I really, really want to do this and I want it to be good. So that's why I had to pull it back a little bit. I'm like, okay, I need to restructure a little, but it's coming in the next few months. So you can go to the website, monicadesan.com. You'll see it. You can sign up for the wait list. Um, scroll through what I already have, but it's definitely coming. And I also have to say, I have a new YouTube channel that I'm launching aside from the children's content because it's so hard to be something other than Miss Monica over there because I'm just Miss Monica on that channel. So I'm creating Everyday Monica J. Um, it's up, but no subscribers yet, but you they can go over there. It's called Everyday Monica J. And I will be talking directly to teachers and to parents. So I can really talk to adults over there. Yes. So that, that is what I'll be doing and definitely sharing free resources for teachers as well. So that is happening this month in September and October. So you'll see that start jumping really, really soon. So I'm excited about that. So y'all got to make sure you head over to MonicaJSutton.com. Check out her resources, get on the wait list and follow her on Instagram at MonicaJSutton. Now you did say that you were working on your TikTok, growing your TikTok. So what is your TikTok MonicaJSutton too? It's MonicaJSutton, yes, across the board. Yes. Oh, same thing across these internet streets. So she That's is right. easy to find. Make sure y'all are supporting. And if you are not a mama yet, tell a friend to tell a friend, okay? Because this Monica Circle Time is where it's at. I have really enjoyed having this conversation. I'm gonna like show my baby a screenshot later. He's gonna be so confused. He's one y'all. He don't know. He don't know what I be talking about, but he's gonna see us both together and be like, "Wait a minute, that's his mama. That's my mama. Mama, I should wear the jacket. Should wear my jacket. Yes, yes, I love it. I'm so excited. Um, and thank you, Miss Monica, not just for being available for this conversation, but really, truly being an inspiration for educators all around the world to know that they can do so much more with their creativity outside of their classroom. So thank you for that. Y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Girl Stop Playing podcast. Make sure you like, comment below, and subscribe to the channel and share this episode with a friend. See y'all next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.